It's go time. The Twins are set to play spring training games this weekend. Storylines. Plus, what does a successful 2023 season look like for the Twins? It's all coming up on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. It's Friday, February 24th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. Again, this is Nash Walker. I've been hosting this show for three seasons, four off seasons, been writing about the twins at twinsdaily.com for four seasons, four off seasons. And today storylines, you're going to see the twins play baseball here pretty soon. They're going to play this weekend. I don't think either game is televised. They have a split squad Saturday, one on the road, one at home. And then they have a home game Sunday against the Phillies. I don't know if those, I think Sunday might be televised, but it's not on Bally. Bally has yet to release their full schedule, or at least I haven't seen it. Either way, the Twins are going to play baseball this weekend, and I have storylines for you because we got probable starting pitchers. So exciting to see the probables. I love that. And then what does a successful season look like for the Twins in 2023? It's always a debate every year what a successful season actually looks like. I'm going to give you my opinion, then I want to hear yours in the comments a little bit later on. Let's start with the weekend storyline. So the Twins have a Saturday split squad believe going to host the Rays and then they're at Baltimore, Baltimore's um, spring training site. Kenta Maeda and Louis Varland are starting. So Louis Varland's going to go out on the road. Kenta's going to start at home in the opener, which, man, I don't think there's a pitcher I want to watch more than Kenta Maeda. I don't think we're going to be able to watch him, like I said, but I want to hear about the velo, and that's my biggest storyline for the weekend. Where's Maeda at with the velocity? I hope we get some video of his stuff if it's not on TV. But we need to hear, I think, where he's sitting. It's not an end-all, be-all in your first spring training start if he's 87-88. But it would be so encouraging to hear that he's 89-90 in his first spring training start. So that's my biggest storyline for the weekend is Kenta Maeda, the velocity, the stuff, like how many pitches he throws. Just his outing is interesting to me. And he's going to go in that split squad game at home. Sunday against the Phillies at home is going to be Joe Ryan. I want to hear or see his new slider. I want to see spin rates, velocity, and then the splitter. Could he potentially have a new weapon in the splitter? Joe Ryan, way less swings and misses, way less strikeouts against left-handed hitters in 2022. The splitter could be a new weapon for him. I wonder if he's going to consult Tyler Malley on Malley's split change because that's a very good pitch. Now Ryan has added it to his repertoire leave after going to driveline the slider is newish as well with more sweep it sounds like if ryan can refine his off-speed stuff he's going to be really good i think the fastball i'm i'm less convinced at 90 92 but if he has plus off-speed stuff he develops plus off-speed stuff i think he can i think he can take that jump and be a, a good number two starter instead of a three four who's going to give up a ton of homers he's still going to give up a lot of homers but he can turn into a two by refining his off-speed stuff and turning maybe even one pitch into a plus pitch. His fastball, the invisible, 
it works really well and it works even better when you have a great secondary offering is it going to be the slider is it going to be the splitter is one of them going to be like half plus and the other's half plus and that makes one plus off-speed pitch i want to hear or see on joe ryan this weekend that's sunday he's making the start for the twins and then louis varlin same thing i mean velocity and stuff louis varlin it's different than maeda maeda is injury related he's coming back from tommy john i want to know how he's progressing it sounds like to this point has gone really well but for louis varlin He's put on a ton of velocity since the Twins drafted him out of Concordia St. Paul. He's added velocity in the COVID shutdown, added strength, added that the extra ticks to his fastball. He could still be growing. I mean, who says that these guys are going to stop? Griffin Jacks is in the same category for me. Added three miles an hour on every pitch, moving to the bullpen. Yes, he moved to the bullpen. That helps. If Louis Varland moved to the bullpen, I bet he would add another two miles an hour. These guys aren't done, though. Like Griffin Jacks wants to hit 100 before opening day. They continue to grow. If you can grow two, three, four miles an hour in a season or a season and a half, who's to say in your low to mid-20s that you're not going to add more? So maybe Louis Varlin consistently gets up to 96, 97, perhaps a pipe dream, but it's something I want to hear about in his first start. If he's sitting 95, 96 in his first start out of spring training, I'm going to start to get really excited about Louis Varlin because that will progress even more. He's similar to Joe Ryan. I think he needs to find his best off-speed offering. Is it going to be the slider? His changeup, he threw some nice changeups last year in his debut down the stretch. What's his next best pitch going to be, and how is it going to be plus? He Same with Joe Ryan, I think. It's similar with all these guys, like with Pablo Lopez, with Tyler Malley, with Sonny Gray. When you don't throw 97, 98, 99, your off-speed stuff, it has to be plus if you're going to be a frontline starter. And Pablo Lopez has has flashed plus plus with the changeup, and it's helped him to some really nice seasons that were limited by a shoulder injury. Joe Ryan, when he's spotting up his slider, like he was in his Fenway start in 2022, first road start, he was exceptional in that game because he was spotting his slider and everything was working. These guys can be frontline starters, but it's consistency with the off speed and it's finding that formula for your off speed. Pitch mix matters. Joe Ryan's not going to succeed at the big league level throwing 60, 70% fastballs. He's got to find a way, and he did in 2022, to throw more off-speed but not hang so many sliders like he did as well. Interested to see on all three. Kenta Maeda, Joe Ryan, Louis Varland, they're going to start this weekend in those first three games. It's just so fun to see probables. It's like one of my favorite things in baseball. It's a weird baseball thing I love, the probable pitchers. And I think for a lot of 2023, the Twins are going to send out a pretty good pitcher in their in their probables, and those are their first three this weekend. Those are my storylines. After this word from Bilt Bar, what does a successful season look like for the Minnesota Twins in 2023? If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Bilt Bar. What makes Bilt Bar so good? I eat them. I love them. For starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. So head over to your local Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars, or if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Built Bars, the best-tasting protein bar ever. 
Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Lockdown MLB Prospects is fantastic, hosted by Lindsey Crosby. He's a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Those are my storylines for the weekend. If you have any more, drop them in the comments. Offensively, I just don't know what the the lineups are going to look like. All I have right now is the three starting pitchers. It's spring training. We do what we can. It's not ideal from from an analysis standpoint, but we're going to do what we can here with what we have. And right now, we just have probable starting pitchers. What does a successful season look like? For the Minnesota Twins in 2023, I do this every year preseason, usually a little bit closer to opening day, but I'm coming down to the wire. I'm almost done here with Locked On Twins. So we're going to, we're doing my, my preview and my successful season stuff now because I'm not going to be here later. This in Moneyball, the, this quote in Moneyball, I, I think really hurt a lot of people's perception when Billy Bean says, if you don't win the last game of the year, nobody gives a S. I, I have trouble with that. I have trouble with that personally. I think I get what he's saying, and I get why people feel that way. Like, if you don't win the championship, nobody cares. It doesn't matter. A successful season is winning a championship. I don't think that's always true. Your goal should be to win the championship, and I think that's where it gets lost. It's not when you're saying a successful season would be finishing short of a championship. You're not saying that that's the goal. Like, oh, our goal is to get to the ALDS to win one playoff series. No, your goal is to win the World Series. Your goal is to win the Super Bowl. Your goal is to win the NBA Finals every year. That's your goal. But if it doesn't happen, that doesn't mean it's a complete failure of a season. For some teams, it does. Like I would say there's teams in World Series or bus categories, like the Mets or the Yankees or the Braves maybe, that are in that category. Maybe we should hold every team to that standard. I think teams are in different cycles, and I think the winning windows at times is, is blown out of proportion. Sometimes there's no such thing as a winning window. The Twins thought they were going into a winning window for the next 10 years after 2019, and it didn't happen that way. The White Sox thought they were having a, a winning window, and they took a step back. They might take a step forward in 2023. We just don't know. Windows don't always lead to wins, and windows don't always lead to losing seasons either. I mean, you can break out of your window faster than you thought. What does a successful season look like for the Twins in 2023? When I'm thinking about a successful season, I'm thinking about it's not a fluky season. You can't look at it just from a results space. You can't look at a team and a team that wins 95 games and it's a great year. I mean, that you had a great year. You won the division, you won 95 games. Let's say they go to the playoffs and they have some success in the playoffs, but they don't win the World Series. That's a successful season for a lot of teams, for a lot of fan bases. A large chunk of it for me is what does it provide for the future? And usually on those 95-win teams, it's hand-in-hand with young players stepping up and producing. But other times, it's a couple of impending free agents have great years, and and the organization isn't going to keep them. And you don't really know about the future as much as you knew about that season because those veterans were there. The Twins are in a spot in 2023, where the results need to be there. The results need to be there for the front office, for ownership, for the group. They need to be there in 2023. But it's as much about what it tells us on 2024, 2025, 2026. It's going to be a barometer season. And that was one of my titles of my episodes a couple weeks ago. The 2023 Twins will answer a lot of questions about the future. If the Twins have another bad season, it's, it's getting harder and harder 
to believe in that future. Last last season is a decent example of this. When the Twins were winning for months and they're in first place and at times, yes, you know, Alex Kirloff, Jose Miranda, the young guys were coming through. Luis Arise is still young and you're you're hoping and you're you're thinking about the future. But for most of it, my f- underlying feeling was they're going to lose Carlos Correa and he's their best player. And I felt like this in this sense of dread about the future at times because I'm thinking they need to do it now. Correa's leaving. They need to do it in 2022. He's their best player. He's going to go to free agency. It's like this anxiety and it didn't happen. It's hard to get excited about those 100 days in first place for the future because the sense was that Correa is leaving. Now Correa is back and, and he's back for the long haul. So you can start to think if they do have success in 2023 with Correa, he's still going to be here in 2024 and 2025 and 2026. So the results are lending themselves more to the future than they were in 2022. More on what a successful season will look like. The actual results and the actual direction of the franchise coming up after this word from FanDuel Sportsbook. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your opportunity to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NBA. A successful season for the Twins. Let's split this. Results. Results. Win the division. Advance past the first round. It's okay, I guess, if you don't win the division and then you advance past the first round. I think advance past the first round is the the key point there. Those are from a results basis. I think those are a good starting point. Win the division, advance past the first round. You're doing a couple of things in, in doing those two things. By winning the division, it's just good to win the division. That would be nice. You're getting home playoff games at Target Field, and by advancing past the first round, you are ending the playoff losing streak and you've won a playoff series for the first time since 2002. Those are that's a big accomplishment, I think. It's steps, it's steps, you're moving up. That's an accomplishment. Those are my first two from a results standpoint. It's easy to sit here today and say we would be happy if they advance past the first round and they push a team really hard in the ALDS or in the ALCS. We wouldn't be. I mean, I'd come back if I'm not going to be on the show, but I, if I was on the show, I would come on and say I'd be very sad if they got knocked out in the ALCS. You wouldn't be happy with that. What When the Twins get eliminated, if and when the Twins get eliminated, what will have needed to happen for you to look back and say it was a successful season? We're going to be disappointed if and when they're eliminated, whether that's in the playoffs, in the World Series, in the ALCS, in the ALDS. At the end of the season, they don't make the playoffs. They're eliminated out of the playoffs. We're going to be disappointed no matter what. Unless they win the World Series, unless they're the one team standing out of 30 at the end. But what will have needed to happen for you to say, okay, that was a successful season. I can't say that word today. Successful season. It's less about the results to me than it is about the process and getting there. A good, productive season for the Twins, yes, is going to the results. It's what ends, you know, all is well that ends well. The results matter. The difference is how did they get there? The process. 
establishing a new core and offering excitement for the future. How did they get to the division title? How did they get past the first round? Was it their veterans, which would be great. You know, Correa, Buxton doing it. That's that's the point. That's why they brought the, you know, why they extended Buxton, why they brought in Correa, because they want those guys to lead them into the playoffs and through the playoffs. Those guys matter. What would be even more exciting for me would be the young guys stepping up and having like break full on breakout seasons. Kirilov, Miranda, Larnick, Louis Varland, Woods Richardson, Joe Ryan takes a step forward, and all of that lends itself to a division title and advancing in the playoffs. Guys who are going to be on the roster for the foreseeable future. That would be great, a great process where if the Twins were knocked out in the ALCS or the ALDS even, they won the wildcard round, knocked out in the ALDS, I would look back on the season and say, that sucked. I wish they would have gone further. You know, If this would have happened, if this would have happened, they might have gone further. But man, I'm super excited for 2024 now because the Twins have established a new core and they have Buxton and Correa leading that new core. You know, Miranda had a 30 home run season. Kirilov finally was healthy. Maybe the risk thing is behind him. Doesn't guarantee you anything for the future, but it offers excitement for it. And that is a barometer for me of a successful season. Does it offer excitement for the next year? The Twins didn't offer much excitement after 2020. Didn't offer any really after 2021. It was hard to get people back. They brought in Correa. That helped. After 2022, there's skepticism. And I don't think there's... There was excitement coming out of 2022, like the future super bright for this team. But there can be out of 2023. There really can be. The results matter in that because the Twins are a win-now group. It's not a rebuilding team with a bunch of young players. And if they win 70 games, but all these young guys look good, then it's okay. No, like they're still a veteran team. They're still built on their veterans. But if they win 95 games, the young guys are going to be a big part of that, most likely. And when they are, that's going to be what what excites you for the future is the results matched with what they did, what what the players who will be on the team for for the long haul, how they performed and how they took steps forward, how they stayed healthy. That's what's going to offer excitement. We haven't had that since I would say post 2019. I mean, post 2020, there was excitement going into 2021 and the Twins just flopped. But after 2019, the Twins got swept out of the playoffs, but the excitement around that team was really high going into 2020. There was a lot of hype because they were a really good team in 19, but also because Max Kepler hit 36 home runs. Jorge Polanco was an all-star. You know, Byron Buxton had a great half season and ran into the wall in Miami on August 1st. But man, Jose Barrios, you know, pitched 200 innings for the first time in his career. There was this sense that the future was super bright. Mitch Garver broke out and he's on this team for the long haul. The future was really bright and there was a lot of excitement for 2020. For 2020. They can do that again in 2022 going into 2023. That's that's a barometer for me. So my my keys for a successful season, win the division, advance past the first round. That's probably from a results base, my number one. Establish a new core. Establish a core with Byron Buxton, a fresh, young, long-haul core with Buxton and Correa. Uncover a number one starter. Uncover. A number one starter. You can do that in a lot of different ways. Number one, develop from within. Maybe Louis Varlin emerges, less likely, but maybe Joe Ryan becomes that guy. Maybe Pablo Lopez becomes that guy and he's under team control for 2024. Maybe Sonny Gray becomes that guy and you want to extend him. I think that's less likely. Tyler Malley, establish, uncover a number one starter 
preferably somebody under team control beyond 2023, or you can acquire somebody, somebody at the trade deadline. That's part of it too. If the twins uncover a number one starter at the trade deadline, that's fine. Especially if they're under team control beyond 2022 or 2023, rather uncover a number one starter. That is a, that's a goal every year. That's a barometer of a successful season for me. Offer excitement for the future. Those are my big five. Maybe the last one's the most exciting, the most important because it goes hand in hand with results. Nobody's going to be excited about the future if the Twins win 70 games. A lot of people will be excited about the future if the Twins win 95. Advancing past the first round, ending the playoff losing streak. I thought the Twins had a really nice chance to do it last year in 2022. They were in first place for a long time. Home playoff games were on the docket if they won the Central. And Cleveland, I said this the other day, I think on a show with Sully or maybe it was by myself. What Cleveland did last year is basically what I'm describing. What Cleveland just did. They won the division. They advanced past the first round. They established a new core with Andres Jimenez, Oscar Gonzalez. You know, Jose Ramirez is leading it like Buxton and Correa would for the Twins. They've uncovered a number one starter in Shane Bieber and perhaps another in Tristan McKenzie. I I would say in 2022, they uncovered a number one starter, probably in Tristan McKenzie. And they offered so much excitement for the future because all these guys are under team control. Quan, Gonzalez, Jimenez, Ramirez, Josh Naylor, all under team control for the future. So what Cleveland just did, yes, they lost in the playoffs. They lost in game five to the Yankees. They lost. It sucks. I'm sure that was sad for them. But there's a lot of excitement for the future. And they're in the Twins division, which is less than ideal. But if the Twins have a season that the Guardians just had, I think that's that's successful. I think they would feel... I think they would feel good. I think going into 2024, you would feel really, really excited about what they had to offer. And maybe it doesn't end in a World Series trophy in 2023, but you can start to build toward it in 2023. And you can take big time steps that haven't been taken over the last couple of years. They took a big step in 2019, winning over 100 games, getting there in 2020. They got there again. You got to get there first, but then it's even more important to advance. It's most important to get there. (laughs) really important to just win a playoff game in 2023. That's what we all want to see. We want to see the Twins make a run. I've never seen it in my lifetime. I was two the last time the Twins won a playoff series. I was four the last time they won a playoff game. I just want to make them, I want to see them make a run. Like I want to be really anxious watching Twins games in October and on the edge of my seat for every pitch. I was that way in 19 and 20, but like deeper into the playoffs where they make it a series and they win a game and they're at home in the ALDS or the ALCS and everybody's fired up and it's you get the city going again for the twins in October that's my dream I have legitimate dreams about it when I'm laying in bed at night and I'm hoping that it becomes a reality in 2023 let me know what you think in the comments thank you so much as always for making lockdown twins your first listen every single day on the lockdown podcast network where it's your team every day for your second listen lockdown MLB prospects host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow it's free and available wherever you get your podcast thank you again so much have a great day and go twins